Imagine it's a quiet, sunny afternoon just outside of Jerusalem. You're a rock on the side of the road, and you're enjoying the heat of the afternoon sun. Ever since you fell off a merchant's cart about a hundred years ago, your life has been pretty monotonous. Each day you sit there, sometimes people step on you, and occasionally a kid comes along and kicks you down the road. You don't really mind that, as those things just come along with being a rock. However, you're not the biggest fan of when animals leave, how can you say this delicately, hmm, deposits on you. You end up smelly and sticky until the next rain comes. Totally not cool. You expect this afternoon to be like all the others. But then you realize you're being stepped on more than usual as a crowd seems to be forming. You hear people shouting things like, Praise God! and Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord! You wonder who they're shouting about, but then you hear a voice. It's not just any voice, but it's THE voice. It is the voice that created you a millennia ago and spoke you into existence when he created the world. It's Jesus. You hear some angry voices too, and it seems like the Pharisees are telling Jesus to rebuke the people for praising him. But Jesus replies, if they keep quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. Wait, what? Did Jesus say that you could praise him if the people stopped worshiping him? Sweet! You've always had a special song you wanted to sing for your creator, but you've never had the chance to show the world your song. Now is your chance. You better get ready. Me, 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 me. Your anticipation grows as Jesus comes closer. This is your chance to praise him for creating you. You're ready. But the people won't be quiet. They keep praising him and shouting, Blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David! Slowly the crowd dwindles as Jesus enters Jerusalem. You've missed your chance, but that's okay. You decide you'll write another verse to your song, so you'll be ready the next time Jesus comes through. You're pretty patient. You are, after all, a rock. I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. Hey, welcome back, preteens. I'm so glad you're back with me. I'm Pastor Michael. Hey, so recently, I've encouraged you guys to send me in a voicemail for whenever you've obeyed Scripture so you can tell me what you've done. And Ben in Louisiana sent me a voicemail about how he obeyed God's Word. Let's listen in and see what Ben had to say. My name is Ben Head. I live in Vienna, Louisiana. And what I did is I... But told a friend to come to church, and then his whole family started coming. Ben, that is awesome. I love how you invited your friend to church, and now his whole family is coming. Way to go. That is so awesome. 
I always want to remind us it's not about the result that's the most important thing. It's about that you took an act of obedience. And Ben, you took that act of obedience and invited your friend to church, and now their whole family has come. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I want to encourage everybody else. You know, sometimes cool results happen and sometimes small results happen from our obedience. And that's okay because it's our act of obedience that's most important. So whether you are choosing to obey your parents or read your Bible or tell someone about Jesus or that you just served someone, I want to hear about it. I want you to be like Ben and leave me a 20-second voicemail. Tell me your first name, where you live, and how you obeyed God's Word. Because that's when we become unique and unforgettable. It's when we learn God's Word, and then we go and obey it, just like Ben. Ben, great job being unique and unforgettable. Proud of you, man. All right, so today we are in Mark chapter 11, and Jesus is entering into Jerusalem. Now, this event that we're going to look at is called the Triumphant Entry, and it's the beginning of Jesus' last week before he was crucified. And so let's see what happens in Mark chapter 11, verses 8 through 10. Many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others spread leafy branches they had cut in the fields. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David! Praise God in the highest heavens! And so here we see Jesus is coming in and everybody is praising him. So let's ask our two questions today. First, what does this mean? Remember, that's where the chicken comes in. What does this mean? And so the people are praising Jesus as their Messiah. And they are proclaiming that they know that he is fulfilling a prophecy in Zechariah 9.9, where it said that their king would ride into Jerusalem on a donkey. And so they are proclaiming this, and in Luke's account of the triumphant entry, the Pharisees, he says that the Pharisees recognize what the people are saying, and they tell Jesus to to rebuke his followers, to tell them to stop saying those things. And that's where he says that the rocks would shout out his praises if the people didn't. Now, to help you understand how excited the people were about Jesus being the Messiah coming into Jerusalem at this point, let's talk about the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't see that one coming, right? Now, the Chicago Cubs, they are a Major League Baseball team, if you're not familiar with them, and they are based in Chicago, right? And so, at one point, they won the World Series in 1908. Now, I don't know about y'all, I was not alive at that point. Yes, I know, probably y'all know I'm older than you, but I'm not that old. Now, in 1908, there were no TVs, there were no microwaves, there were no hair dryers, none of those types of things. That was a long time ago. After they won the World Series in 1908, guess what? They had to wait 108 years before winning again. They did not win the World Series until 2016. Wow, that's a long time. And you know how many people came to celebrate that victory? So they had a victory parade afterwards. Over 5 million people. 
It is the largest sports gathering in American history. Five million people. And they did that just because they won a baseball championship. Now compare that to the people of Israel, and they had been waiting hundreds of years for the promised Messiah. Hundreds of years for the promised Messiah. They were more than pumped. They were even more excited than the Cubs fans for winning the World Series. So what I want you to remember is our big idea today is that Jesus is the only one worthy to be praised. You know, sometimes people get praised, right? You even may get praised, or I might get praised, or your parents. But anytime that we are praised, we should then pass that praise on to Jesus, because he's the only reason we have any of our abilities or talents in the first place. So Jesus is the only one worthy to be praised, just like he was being praised on the road going into Jerusalem. But what should we do with that? Remember, that's our waffle question. What should we do? Because I want you all to remember that reading the Bible should always change the decisions you make and the actions you take. Now, I think you're going to like this, right? Because now, how many times have you ever been at the table with your family and your parents say something like this? I want everyone to say one thing they're thankful for, or, hey, I want everyone to say one good thing that happened from your day, right? Now, raise your hand if your parents have ever said that. Yep, you know what? I have said that many times at my own table, because that's something just parents do. Well, this time, you get to do it, all right? So here's my challenge. At the next meal with your whole family, I want you to start the discussion and ask this question. What is one reason you have to praise Jesus? Now, be sure to put this little caveat in there. Be sure that you tell them that the answer I don't know is not an acceptable answer, right? Because that's what I've said to my kids many times, and so you can say that to your family, all right? So, this is what I want you to ask. What is one reason? You have to praise Jesus, and you get to lead that discussion at the next meal with your family. Hey, this has been so great. I love being with you guys. I want you to remember, Jesus is the only one worthy to be praised. And at your next meal, I want you to ask the question, what is one reason you have to praise Jesus? Now, I want you to be sure to when you obey God's word in some way in this coming week, talk with your parents, go out to my website, chickenandwafflespodcast.com, or you can click the link in the show notes and leave me a 20-second voicemail about how you have obeyed God's word, and I may be able to include you in a future episode just like I did with Ben today. Now, don't forget, read Mark chapter 12 before our next time together. And I want you in your journal to write down the two questions. What does it mean and what should I do? Because every time you learn and obey God's word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable, just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.